Welcome to Book Delight with Chrissy Wright, the podcast where readers can be all kinds of ways and books really are magic. I'm your host, Chrissy Wright. I'm an elementary teacher librarian in the Pacific Northwest. On this show, I aim to connect you and the kids in your life to more books you love. If the idea of blowing up your kidlit TBR appeals to you, you're in the right place. It is the first week of the month, so today I am sharing our March forecast episode, where I share a look ahead at the Kidlet releasing in the month of March. In these episodes, rather than blasting you with everything coming out, I curate the 10 releases that I am most excited about. As a reminder, I have not yet read most of the books that I am sharing here today. I'm looking forward to reading them when they release, just like you. Also, keep in mind that I am an elementary school librarian, and I generally focus on books that will work for my K to 5th grade audience. So that is what you'll find on today's list. Now, March is shaping up to be a huge month for Kid Lit. We have got an epic lineup of work from some of the giants of Kid Lit, like Kate DeCamillo, Aaron Entrada Kelly, and Dan Gemeinhart as well as some fun and really fresh stuff from New Voices. Today, my featured picks include three picture books, three graphics, three middle grade, and one nonfiction. Then I really can't resist, so I will then annihilate your library hold list with a 22-book speed round because the March Kidlet lineup is just absolutely stacked, and I want to get some more of these onto your radar. As always, the titles mentioned in today's episode are listed in the show notes, so you can feel free to sit back and enjoy the nerdy fun of your listening experience, knowing you can always come back and consult the list when you're ready to place holds or maybe place orders later on. Let's kick things off with picture books. The first picture book that I'm looking forward to this month is The Good Little Mermaid's Guide to Bedtime by Ija Sumner illustrated by Nikki Gregory, out March 5th. Do I want a playfully evil predator mermaid to be in charge of my bedtime story? Yes. Yes, I do. The gentle while still mischievous art style here kind of takes the edge off the scare factor while staying just menacing enough. This looks like just a sassy and ornery good time for the most determined of sleep resistors. The Publisher's Weekly Review really sums it up. It says, quote, A fierce young mermaid rebels against prim behavioral advice in this ornery metafictional title. It's a story for the bedtime avoidant whose curmudgeonly antihero truly shines. Curmudgeonly anti-hero, I'm in. That was The Good Little Mermaid's Guide to Bedtime by Ija Sumner. The second picture book that I'm looking forward to is The Book That Can Read Your Mind by Mariana Capo, out March 12th. This book professes to be a magic trick in a book. In this third wall buster, the book challenges the reader to choose a member of the magician's audience in the story, and then as you read, the book will read you. It will read your mind and reveal which audience member you chose. That's the premise anyway. 
I can't wait to read it and see if the trick works for myself. The art here is also intriguing. The palette is really dominated by black and white and a dusty pink. And it feels kind of like a combination of kawaii-style cartoon characters, but with Jan Brett-adjacent border art. That was The Book That Can Read Your Mind by Mariana Capo, out March 12th. The third picture book that I am excited for this month, and perhaps the star of the show, is Spider in the Well by Jess Hannigan, out March 19th. I first learned about this one several months ago when John Clausen teased an early look at the art. I really think it was sometime last year. Now, take a minute to search the title and then look at the bold art on this one. It has a dominant black and red palette, which will just like punch you in the face in a good way. The basic premise here is that the wishing well in the town of Bad Goodsburg is busted and the town newsboy is sent to investigate. Reviews of this one include words like folkloric, sly, and darkly droll, and the starred review in Booklist says, is this cheeky storybook technically an entertaining endorsement of blackmail? It sure is, and it's very funny. You could probably just turn off this episode right now and leave happy based on this title alone. I truly cannot wait. That was Spider in the Well by Jess Hannigan, out March 19th. Let's move on to some graphic novels. The first graphic that I'm looking forward to is a short or kind of early reader transitional graphic called Duck and Moose, Duck Moves In by Kirk Reedstrom out March 5th. So this early reader graphic is being compared to Narwhal and Jelly, which is hugely popular in my library. So I always take note when something is compared to that title. Here we have a curmudgeon character and a free spirit in kind of this odd couple friendship situation a la Elephant and Piggy. In this case, Moose is our curmudgeon. Moose loves quiet. And Duck, well, Duck is chaos. Read to follow Moose's ill-fated attempts to get rid of Duck before he discovers that Duck may be just what he needs after all, look up this cover and get a look at Moose's expression, specifically at his eyes. And I think that kind of says it all. We really have the mood for this zany kind of outrage comedy. That was Duck and Moose, Duck Moves In by Kirk Reedstrom, out March 5th. The next graphic that I'm looking forward to this month is a little different. It's called Poetry Comics by Grant Snyder out March 26th. This is a poetry book for kids illustrated in bright, kind of cheerful, graphic novel-style panels. This is an everyday delights kind of book. We've got cloud gazing, we've got lost bicycles, we're climbing, floating, swimming, and tumbling right through the year. Aaron Nell Steinke, author of the beloved Mr. Wolf's Class series, reviewed this one. He says, Poetry Comics is a sensorial experience that taps into what it means to be human and leaves you inspired to explore, discover, create, 
and connect. This one is kind of giving me Ross Gay vibes, but make it a kid's poetry comic. That was Poetry Comics by Grant Snyder, out March 26th. One more graphic novel that I am looking forward to dearly this month is The Great pup by Alina Tissot, out March 19th. I have a hunch that this one is going to land on my favorites of the year list. It's getting comped to Investigators meets Narwhal and Jelly, and I think that is such a smart mashup of sensibilities. We have some short graphic mysteries available to us, but I can't think of any with kind of this boisterous, zany sensibility that we get in Narwhal and Jelly. And I'm so excited that The Great Pup Detective is bringing that energy to our shelves. In this book, Truffles the cat is perturbed when Poppy the puppy joins the household. Even worse, Poppy is a pup detective obsessed with solving every mystery that comes her way. Problem being, she doesn't actually get what a mystery is. This one is also kind of reminding me of one of my favorite short graphics of last year, I Am a Dinosaur by Jared Rossello for kind of the cute but chaotic energy of it all. Can't wait for this one. That was The Great Pup Detective by Alina Tissot out March 19th. Let's move on to talk about middle grade. I think that the publishers got the middle grade March memo because they are dropping the newest books from kidlit giants of our day all this month. It is seriously stacked. We're getting a new Kate DiCamillo, a Christina Suntornvat, a Dan Gemeinhart. You'll hear these books mentioned in the speed round, um, but for my featured picks, I also wanted to highlight some debuts and books that might not be on your radar. Of course, I couldn't resist naming a big hitter in my highlighted titles too. With that, the big hitter, the first one that I want to tell you about that I'm so excited for is The First State of Being by Aaron and Trotta Kelly out March 5th. Okay, folks, Aaron and Trotta Kelly is doing time travel. I'm not going to tell you too much about this one because I'm actually actively avoiding learning very much about it at all. I want to save that feeling of discovering the story for myself when I read it because I love the way Erin and Trotta Kelly crafts middle grade both structurally and especially in the way she crafts her characters. So I want all the surprise I can get so I really can't share too much for you. Whatever it is, if Erin and Trotta Kelly is writing it, I want to read it. I can, however, give you just the most basic of setup. So when, in the summer of 1999, 12-year-old Michael meets a boy from the future, everything changes. Themes here include family, friendship, trust, and forgiveness. I love the way one review summed up the mood as a warm-hearted blend of nostalgia and futurism. I can't wait for my copy to arrive. That was The First State of Being by Aaron and Trotta Kelly out March 5th. The next middle grade I'm looking forward to this month is The Lumbering Giants of Misty Pines by Mo Nets out March 12th. In this spooky adventure, Jerry and her trusty wheelchair move into a creepy motel at the edge of the woods. 
In some regards, this is nothing new. Jerry and her mom bounce around a lot while mom picks up housekeeping work in various motels. But then things change when one morning Jerry's mom does not come back from a job. Read to follow Jerry's quest to find or maybe even save her mom. This one packs all kinds of supernatural hijinks. We've got an imaginary pocket-sized dragon. We've got forbidden woods. We've got some town demons that are causing a real problem. I'm especially excited that here we also have a protagonist who is a wheelchair user, but her disability is not the central plot. It is one identity that impacts kind of the texture of her experiences, but it is not a deficit and it is not a plot device. I think we need more of this kind of representation in Kidlet, and I'm really excited that we're getting it here. That was The Lumbering Giants of Misty Pines by Mo Nets, out March 12th. The third middle gray that has really captured my interest this month is Olivetti by Allie Millington, out March 26th. Here, we've got another missing person mystery, but this one takes us across San Francisco, and here's the kicker. It is narrated by a typewriter who types back. I am in on the power of that premise alone. In this book, Ernest's mom is missing, and he teams up with the typewriter that stores her memories to figure out where she's gone. This one also kind of bridges heavier themes like memory and past family trauma, but does it in a voice that packs both tenderness and dry humor. That was Olivetti by Allie Millington, out March 26th. Okay, the last category in our forecast today is nonfiction. And my nonfiction pick for you today seems so fun. It's called My Antarctica, True Adventures in the Land of Mummified Seals, Space Robots, and So Much More by G. Neri out March 5th. In this book, join author G. Neri on his dream trip to Antarctica. I am floored by the collage style combination of photographs, sketches, and annotated comics that detail everything from, as mentioned in the subtitle, mummified seals to excessively inquisitive penguins and beyond. One of the pull quotes for this book says, the only boss here is mother nature and you better listen to her. I think this one will be a hit with your Titanic readers as well as your I Survived fanatics. That was My Antarctica by G. Neri, out March 5th. I also like to close out these episodes with a speed round. Here, I am quickly naming titles you might want to have on your radar, but I'm not going into the titles in depth. Fear not, again, the full list of titles is waiting for you in the show notes. So if your hands are busy with laundry or dinner or whatever, you can come back and use the list to stock up your hold list whenever you'd like. So let's do this speed round. First category, picture books and early reader. I am looking forward to Fox versus Fox, the newest Fox early reader by Corey Tabor out March 5th. He has won multiple Geisel honors for this series, so I'm always looking forward to the newest installment. Next, Animal Albums from A to Z by C.C. Bell out March 26th. 
C.C. Bell wrote one of my all-time favorite graphic novels, El Defo, and she also has a really funny early reader series that I love, Smell My Foot. So I'm curious about this one, and I have heard that she has also composed actual music for every entry in this book that will be available, which sounds intriguing. Next, Bubbly Beautiful Kitty Corn by Shannon Hale and Lewin Pham out March 26th. My sparkly readers gobble this series up and will be elated for one that includes uh, a mermaid element. And of course, Penelope Rex and the Problem with Pets, book four in the Penelope Rex series by Ryan T. Higgins out March 26th. In short chapter books, there are two more that I'm looking forward to. Bunny and Clyde by Megan McDonald of Judy Moody fame comes out March 12th. And Henry and the Something New by Jen Bailey. This is a follow-up to the first Henry short chapter that came out last year, which I loved. And this one comes out March 19th. In graphics, this list is also quite extensive. I could have also put several of these on my featured list because I'm so excited about them, but some of them are ones that you might have already heard of, so I'm giving them the quick rundown instead. All right, let's jam through this. All is Nat Lost, book five in the Nat Enough series by Maria Scriven, comes out March 5th. Bunny versus Monkey and the Human Invasion by Jamie Smart comes out March 5th. This is book two in the Bunny versus Monkey series. There are six books out in the UK so far, but in the US, it can be a little bit tricky to purchase them. So far, we have one that is generally available at independent bookstores, and March 5th brings the date when the second book in the series will be more readily available and consistently priced. My son, my dog man, Fanatic, is now obsessed with this series, and I highly recommend it for your dog man fans who are running out of material. We have Evil Spy School, the third book in the Spy School graphics series by Stuart Gibbs out March 5th. We have Making Friends Together Forever. This is book four in the Making Friends series by Kristen Gudsnuck out March 5th. Another one I'm really looking forward to, Gnome and Rat, Time to Party. This is book two in the Gnome and Rat early reader graphics series by Lauren Stoller out March 12th. Just total delight. There's tea parties. There's a cute little gnome. You need to read it. Unicorn Boy by Dave Roman out March 12th. I like this kind of eclectic range of boy unicorn books that we're getting. This one looks fun. We have Warriors, The Rise of Scourge by Aaron Hunter out March 12th. This is a full color re-release of the manga editions of the Warriors books. This is a universe that I personally just super do not get, but my Warriors fans in my library ride hard, and they'll be excited for this one. Okay, another showstopper, Dogman the Scarlet Shredder, book 12 in the Dogman series, drops on March 19th. We can't wait at my house and, of course, in my library. And the last in the graphics for our speed round is Go, Ghoul, Go. This is book two in the Spirited series by Liv Livingston, and it comes out March 26th. This goes in the kind of cute, gentle, spooky adjacent category, and it really exceeds my expectations. Speed round middle grade. First up, Coyote Lost and Found by Dan Gemeinhart 
This is, of course, book two in the coyote world, and it drops on March 5th. Kate DeCamillo people, you already know that Ferris will release also on March 5th. We have Legends of Lotus Island, City of Wishes. This is book three in the Legends of Lotus Island series by Christina Suntornvat, out also on March 5th. I really like this one because of its length. Each book is slim, under 200 pages, and is super plot-driven. So it's a great fantasy pick for your middle graders who like something short and snacky. Last middle grade for our speed round is Cece Rios and the Queen of Brujas by Kayla Rivera. This is book three in the Cece Rios series, and it drops on March 12th. Let's round it out with two more nonfiction picks. We have Stay Curious and Keep Exploring Next Level. This is book two in the Stay Curious series by Emily Calandrelli of the Emily's Wonder Lab series on Netflix. Um, That comes out on March 5th. And last but certainly not least, we have This Day in History for Kids by Dan Bova out March 5th. This one looks super fun and would be fun to share as like part of a morning meeting every day in your classroom or even your weekly routine in library. And I've heard it as a fun like dinner time ritual with your family too. You'll learn some super cool and eclectic stuff in this one. That concludes today's March forecast episode. Be sure to come back next week for a book list episode where we're celebrating middle grade March and I'm sharing kind of a niche list for middle grade focusing on short middle grade. This is something that I think we need more of published for our kids. If you liked what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts and share the show with your kidlit loving friends. If you want more book delight in your life from me, Chrissy, The best place to connect with me is on Instagram at Library Chrissy or newly on TikTok also at Library Chrissy. You can also follow the show on Instagram at Book Delight Pod and subscribe to my free monthly Kidlet newsletter by visiting librarychrissy.substack.com. If you want more book talk from me between our episodes, You can also get a free Friday treat in your inbox from me by becoming a paid subscriber on Substack. For $7 a month, you are helping to pay the costs of producing the show, which are a real thing. And you also get resources like extra book lists, roundups of books that have received starred reviews each month, and more. This week, I am reading Max in the House of Spies by Adam Gidwitz. As always, thank you for listening and happy reading.